Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. In today's podcast, we bring you an experience-sharing article entitled Upgrading My Qingqing While Learning Classical Chinese Dance by a Falun Dafa practitioner from Taiwan. The article was published on the Mingwei website on November 19, 2022. Greetings, Master. Greetings, fellow practitioners. I am learning classical Chinese dance at Taiwan's Nayo Song High School of the Arts. I would like to share some of my cultivation experiences and how my dance skills have improved. Part 1. Learning the True Meaning of Cultivation Falun Dafa has been a part of my life ever since I was a young child. My mother taught me to read the Chinese characters in Juan Falun when I was only four years old. Thinking back now, I'm extremely grateful to my mother for laying this foundation for my future cultivation. Throughout my childhood, my mother would share her cultivation experiences with me, but I never liked studying the fa nor doing the exercises. I was heavily contaminated by the big divat of ordinary society and literally just went through the motions. I wanted to fit in with my classmates, so I listened to pop music, fought with my parents when they reprimanded me, and even used foul language. I was gradually breaking away from the principles of Dafa. Despite all the contamination from the ordinary world and all of my bad habits, I had always wanted to study at Nayo Song High School of the Arts, and it was there that I learned the true meaning and beauty of cultivation. Studying the fa and practicing the exercises cannot replace genuine cultivation. If I didn't abide by master's requirements and did not consider myself a cultivator, wouldn't I be just like an ordinary person? Part 2. Upgrading my chinching through genuine cultivation. Stretching is the key focus for a beginning dancer. My tendons and muscles were naturally stiff, so stretching was painful, and my cries could be heard in the classroom every day. Flexibility is crucial for a dancer, and I knew I was still far from reaching the standard, and I had no idea how long it would take me to get there. During the process of upgrading my chinching, however, I was able to let go of my fear of pain and attachment to fidgeting, and I started to become more flexible. Once I badly sprained my big toe while learning a tumbling routine. I felt a surge of pain, but I managed to finish the class. My classmates comforted me and suggested that I go see a doctor. At that point, my heart began to waver. Would my toe injury worsen if I don't go to a hospital? Will I have to stop dancing altogether? I thought again and realized this was a test. I decided to ignore the pain and told myself that I was okay. The pain gradually subsided and I was able to resume dance class. For a cultivator, every notion 
and every thought is a test. And when we have tribulations, fall, or make mistakes, we should get right back up and continue walking our path of cultivation. If I had gone to the hospital, the doctors might have diagnosed me with an even worse condition, and I may not have been able to keep dancing. During this time, I also had conflicts in my everyday life. I once told a classmate named Ying that she was singing out of tune. To my surprise, she got angry and said, I was just singing for fun. Why do you care? I was unable to hold back my anger and began quarreling with her. I went and told all my friends that I was only kidding and did not understand why Ying had taken it so seriously. I felt satisfied after hearing that my friends were on my side. Our instructor heard about our argument and called us over. He pointed out my attachment, but I still blamed Ying for being too sensitive. Our teacher then reminded me that I was just as stubborn as she was, and often the problems we see in others also exist in ourselves. I realized then that I had never looked inward during conflicts. I had been finding others' problems and trying to help other people cultivate without looking inward at myself. I regretted this deeply and resolved to conduct myself strictly as a cultivator from then on. This time was a serious low point for me. I could never get the dance movements right. I began to develop low self-esteem and was unable to accept suggestions from other people. On the surface, I accepted my instructor's constructive criticism, but I never actually wanted to get better, and when my teacher did correct me, I often thought I was the one who was in the right. At one point, I realized I had a strong attachment to being right and not accepting criticism. I began to slowly eliminate this attachment and got rid of a lot of my other bad habits along with it. Once I eliminated these attachments and improved my chin-ching, my dance skills suddenly got much better. I had real breakthroughs in every area of my skills. My form, bearing, technical abilities, and tumbling techniques all improved markedly once I upgraded my chin-ching. Part 3. Never Giving Up, Upgrading Chin-Ching, and Presenting Authentic Classical Dance. The school holds a dance competition every year with a preliminary competition, semifinals, and finals. The winners from our school then go on to compete in a county-level tournament. I choreographed one dance for this competition, performed it, and got past the preliminaries. The day before the semifinals, my dance teacher told me that I wasn't allowed to perform my dance because it lacked structure, and he thought it was not good enough to pass through to the finals. I was in tears, and I did not know what to do. I had my heart set on competing in the semifinals, but I realized that everything happens for a reason. This event exposed my attachment to fame and profit. Master said in the second talk of John Fallon, quote, And yet they might be pleased with themselves and delighted about it. They think that they've healed someone and people start calling them a master. 
but it should be obvious that it's an attachment. The fact that they get visibly dejected when it doesn't go well is a telltale sign that ego and money are motivating them. Unquote. The same principles apply to dancing. Does it really matter whether or not I am selected to be in the competition? I needed to let go of my ego and my attachments to fame and profit. What's more important is that I am improving my dance skills and not letting these attachments get in the way of my improvement. The morning before the semifinals, with the permission of my dance teacher, I decided to completely change my dance routine to tell a classical story from Chinese history. I created a completely new dance routine. I did not think much about it and only wanted to give it my best. It was already challenging enough for me to learn a completely new routine in one day, let alone perform it in front of my teachers and classmates. The pressure was intense, and I practiced the new routine all day. I was tired, but I knew I could not rest. Even while taking a break during the evening, I watched a recording of the routine so I could further master it. I was shocked to find that I was selected to compete at the competition. I had been constantly taken aback by my teacher's feedback. My dance teacher is very direct when addressing my shortcomings, and I knew it was because I could handle the criticism, and she wanted me to get better as quickly as I could. The training was grueling and meticulous, but we all improved a lot in just a short time. On the day of the competition, my dance teacher said, All of your practicing has been for this moment. You are to assist master in far rectification. Dance away and enjoy your moment on stage. I seem to have entered into Hua Mulan's world as soon as I stepped onto the stage. I displayed Mulan's filial piety to her father and loyalty to her country through genuine classical Chinese dance. Traditional Chinese moral values are also part of this dance. I understood that I did not just take up dance classes based on my personal interest. I knew I had a historic mission to revive the traditional arts. I was not validating myself. Master had bestowed me with the ability to dance so that I can revive traditional culture and help bring out the compassionate side of sentient beings. Part 4. Cultivating Away My Ego and Enhancing the Power of Cooperation Sometimes my attachments would re-emerge multiple times after I thought I had already cultivated them away. Master would arrange for me to eliminate them each time. I had developed human notions during my years of dancing, and one of these notions was always wanting to be in the spotlight and at center stage. I worked hard at obtaining that center stage position, but later I realized that my hard work had started to become an attachment. My motive for dancing was not pure anymore. A student's only duty is to work hard, and what one accomplishes is bestowed by master. Only with a pure heart can one truly perform genuine classical Chinese dance.
One should not work hard just for personal gain and profit. Nile Song Academy of the Arts holds dance recitals each year. These dance recitals bring everyone together. There was a Mongolian bowl dance this year with 10 dancers, including myself. This dance left a deep impression on me. Another dancer in the Mongolian bowl dance accidentally broke her bowls while waiting in the wings of the theater. She was unable to come back on stage, and our dance formation fell short by one person. I started to get anxious and scared. When dancing on stage, my bowls fell on the stage, and before I could react, my teammate said, Don't worry, keep going. Therefore, with good teamwork, the nine remaining dancers filled the empty spot, and the audience didn't notice a thing. This left a deep impression on me. Regardless of whether we are on stage or off stage, everyone works together as a whole to strive for the best. Once we shared cultivation experiences during class and our teacher began pointing out everyone's strengths and weaknesses. She stated that I was always very hardworking but rarely care about or help any of my classmates. I looked inward for a long time and realized that I only practiced so I could improve and that I had indeed disregarded others. I made a breakthrough in this area and began helping my classmates. I also used my personal experiences to help them get better at dancing. As soon as my mentality changed for the better, the environment around me also changed. My classmates began helping each other. All of us had been practicing just for ourselves all this time. After genuinely offering my help to others, I found that I got back far more than I gave. It was no longer just about how well I could dance. It was now about improving together as a whole. Part 5. Getting Rid of Jealousy Jealousy often surfaces during our daily lives. In the past, I had always had thoughts like, I have been practicing so hard, but why do those who don't practice as much get praise from the teacher? Many of my other classmates had the same thoughts, and we began to think that the teacher was biased. Master said in the seventh talk of John Fallon, quote, People nowadays get terribly envious when someone shares his or her good news. When a person gets accolades at work or something good happens to him, he won't say a word about it when he returns to his desk lest others find out and get upset over it. Unquote. I would get jealous whenever others were praised. It was hard for me to eliminate this attachment. When I had thought the attachment was eliminated, it would resurface again when I encountered conflicts. I began to develop low self-esteem because my cultivation was lacking. I would attempt to hide this attachment and then realized this was not right either. Not only was I unable to truly eliminate the attachment of jealousy, I began to develop the attachment to saving face and was afraid of people knowing that my cultivation was lacking. I was overly concerned about what others thought of me. Master said in Why One Cannot See from Essentials for Further Advancement, 
Quote, Yet with or without seeing, an exceptional person can depend on his enlightening to reach consummation. Unquote. Isn't this improving unknowingly during the process of cultivation? I needed to let go of human attachments and let improvement happen naturally. Conclusion I have fallen many times during tribulations and getting back up was challenging for me. But I am always very grateful to Master for arranging these tests so I can find my many hidden attachments. I have felt less burdened each time after passing a test and I will hold firmly to my faith in Master and Dafa and walk well on the path that remains. Please point out anything inappropriate. Thank you, Master. Thank you, fellow practitioners. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.